It is nothing, just a mistake. I'll be home again in no time. I'll send word. Pass me that shirt, my dear. I may need a spare. He put it on over the other. There, that should keep me warm. Now, kiss your uncle girls and look after your mother while I'm gone. I'll see you again very soon. He turned to Margaret. She, too, was weeping. It's really a harmless pamphlet, my dear. They can't keep me locked up for long. Since her husband had been killed six years earlier at the start of the war, Margaret and her daughters had lived in Romsey with Thomas. I wish you hadn't written it, Thomas. I knew it would bring trouble. Thomas kissed her cheek. Indeed, you said as much, but it's really nothing. Best if I go with them for now. I'll be home tomorrow, just you see if I'm not. He put on his boots and his thickest coat and hurried back down the stairs. He stuffed a hunk of bread and a piece of cheese from the kitchen into a pocket and went back through the shop. The soldiers were waiting outside. Right, bind his hands, Jethro, tightly mind. We don't want him escaping and we'll be on our way. The captain was impatient to be gone. The rope was bad enough, the indignity worse. More embarrassed than frightened, Thomas was marched down Love Lane and across Market Square with only the clothes and boots he was wearing. Although it was early, the soldiers had been heard, and as they clattered over the cobbles, he was aware of shutters being opened and faces peeking out. Thomas Hill, bookseller, philosopher, and once adviser to the king, was well known in Romsey. News of his arrest would be around the town by noon. Thomas squared his shoulders and fixed his eyes on the back of the soldier's head in front of him, so that if a tear did come to his eye, it would not be seen by a watching friend. He told himself that he would be home again soon, the whole thing forgotten. The four soldiers, with Thomas between them, marched out of the town on the Winchester Road. The hedgerows were white with frost and the ground frozen hard. After another icy winter, the oaks and elms of the new forest stood tall and stark against a pale sky, their bare branches showing no promise of spring. Thomas stamped his feet and blew on his bound hands. It was a good ten miles to Winchester. God's wounds, how unspeakably grim! The cold was bad enough, but arrested and marched off to jail to await trial. He shivered at the thought. And for what? Even in these uncertain times, surely no magistrate would pay much heed to an innocuous pamphlet written by a Romsey bookseller, albeit one who four years earlier had served the king at his court in Oxford. True, he was now an imprisoned king, increasingly short of friends. True, there had been news of renewed fighting in Wales and the North. True, England was a country divided by faith, by political opinion, by ideas of morality. But to be sent for trial for expressing a balanced, neutral view? A view what was more shared by many of the men who had fought most fiercely against the king. Had men been killed in their thousands and families destroyed for such an injustice? What would John Pym, the fiercest of all critics of the king's intolerance, have made of it if he had been alive? At the village of Ampfield they stopped for a brief rest. 
A milky sun had melted the ice on the village pond and blunted the sharpness of the early morning chill. Three of the soldiers disappeared into an inn, leaving one outside to guard Thomas. How long will I be held? he asked the guard. The man shrugged and wiped his nose on his sleeve. We just take you to the jail. After that, you're someone else's problem. Not very reassuring, Thomas thought, and tried no more questions. They were soon on their way again, marching through Hursley and on towards Winchester. As they neared the town, the road became busier, and Thomas had to endure the stares of tradesmen, farmers and travellers, doubtless wondering what terrible crime the prisoner had committed to be in the charge of four armed soldiers. They went straight to Winchester Prison, where Thomas was handed over to a jailer and shoved roughly into a cell that already held...